Hello and welcome to Doc to Me. My name is Heather. And I'm Kathleen. And this week we are discussing Finders Keepers. This film is available on Discovery Plus or Amazon has it to rent for $3. It's worth it. Oh yeah, definitely worth it. It's a fun time and shows that grown adults will literally fight over anything. <laughs> literally. Like. This is a 2015 film directed by Brian Carberry and Clay Tweel. So, it's a fun last name. Well, I like Brian Carberry. <laughs> Clay Tweel. I'm picturing like, like the blueberry in uh, Psych. <laughs> Clay Tweel needs to be like telling us the sports. <laughs> now let's discuss football. Clay, Clay Tweel. Roll Tide. <laughs> Clay Tweel. So let's just get into it because there's so much. I want to start off by saying I think both of these guys are assholes. I also. They're assholes in different ways. But yeah. They can both be very unlikable. Like, I I agree that, like, I had a hard time. Like, it was kind of, like, you could go either way. Yeah. Like, in the end, the judgment was right. But I, I just. Well, and the whole backstory, too. Like, it seemed like they both had a lot of um, issues to work through. Well, and then to also through. find out, like, yeah, they had, like, grown up together or something. It was odd. Yeah, that was surprising to me. Um, yeah. And then to find out that he was, like, holding a grudge all these years later over, yeah. like, childhood. It's like, yes. man, let it go. Like, yeah. it was fucking 30 years ago. They clearly both needed counseling for different issues. We start with Made in North Carolina. Have you been to North Carolina? I have not. I have. <laughs> not this part, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Made in North Carolina. January 17, 2004. <laughs> See, no, that just reminded me of community. <laughs> Georgia, the country. <laughs> we kindly asked, did you mind your P's and Q's? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Made in North Carolina, January 17, 2004, John Wood and his father, Tom, are both involved in a plane crash in Tom's Cessna. Tom is killed, and John's left leg must be amputated below the knee. He requests for the hospital to return his amputated leg back to him, thinking they would just be returning bones, but instead he is shocked when they straight up just give him his leg. Which I'm... a amazed that he thought that they were just going to give him bones like what do you think happens in an amputation they literally just saw that shit off but you wouldn't think that the hospital would have just straight up give you the limb i'm amazed that they did give it to him although i realize now and i don't know if you remember the reddit article that came out of like the guy who had his leg amputated and he decided to cook it Amongst oh. his friends. Oh, you haven't? Okay, I'll send you the link. So That's okay. No, no, no. He made, like, fajitas for oh. a couple of his close friends, and they tried, like, Were his leg meat. aware? Yes, okay. yes. So they okay. all took part in this, like, you know, test experiment. <laughs> it was a whole Well, so apparently, because, like, I was, I was surprised, because, like, I remember, like, when I had my wisdom teeth out, like, I thought it'd be funny to, like, ask if I could have them. But, like, they were just like, no, you can't have them, like... We're going to cut them up anyway. So, like, so I just, I assumed that, like, you know, when you have something removed or anything like that, like. I mean, they give us the kids. Ah, 
that's true. <laughs> they did well, and and when they you know did the dog surgery, we got to keep whatever they found inside him. But like, I just oh because he ate stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pulling out. Stuff. No. no, oh no, we got to keep the little BB we got pellet. To keep the balls. Yeah, we got to keep the balls. No, we got to keep. They had um when they had his obstruction, like my dog had yeah, surgery I, for an yeah, obstruction, and yeah, now. so they like pulled out this like wad of like black ugh, whatever and like we like tried to cut it up in our garage <laughs> to see we what it, it was <laughs> well we did think about turning the little bb from his leg into like some kind of jewelry or something but anyway so like i just assumed that like you couldn't bring that stuff home from the hospital like it, it was just like i don't know like hazmat shit or something yeah, i don't know like biohazard think, yeah and so i just assumed that you wouldn't but then it made sense that like because of like religions and some people having to be buried whole That's like true. so he got to I keep his legs yeah i forgot about religions and so like i guess because some religions you have to be buried whole to be able to you know make it to heaven or whatever and so he's just like ah oh, just filled out some paperwork and they gave me my leg it just makes me think of fried green tomatoes when his leg gets cut off by the train and they just bury it in its own plot <laughs> That happened, right? I'm not dreaming that. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in 20 years. I think it was. I feel like that happened. What movie was it where the guy loses both his legs? Like, oh, God, what was it? It was the one where he, was that Reese Witherspoon? Where he, like, no, it wasn't Reese Witherspoon. Was it? The one where, like, she gets uh, abandoned and, like, she gives birth in, like, the Walmart or whatever. Fuck, I remember what seeing was the that? trailer for that movie, but I never saw the movie. I just remember the guy's name was like Forney or something. Fuck, what was that? Forney or Thorny? Thorny. Oh, like the town. Like the okay. town. Oh, fuck, what was that? I had a... We just. We shouldn't watch Love During Lockup because then we're just like <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> we are just. <laughs> we had drinking time and it. All over the place. <laughs> Back to the story. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to send you the links later, though, because you got to read about the man eating his leg. Okay, okay, okay. So he's shocked when they straight up just give him his legs, bo- or his leg, bones, flesh, muscle, and all. Dwayne the mortician picks it up from the hospital and gives it to John right there in the driveway in this white trash bag. Yeah, First it was off, Dwayne just... the mortician. Come on, that's <laughs> that's insane. All this reasoning for wanting the leg back, too, is just, like, super weird. Where the fuck is Dwayne the Mortician in this interview? I would also like to know that because I feel like he could have imparted a lot of wisdom upon us. What is his side of the story? Did he have any idea what he was dropping off? We need Dwayne. He also seems just way too comfortable with just handing someone a leg from the back of his van. He clearly said van. I mean, that's where I get all my body parts. Oh, okay. The back of a van. (laughs) That's hamburger meat for your family's dinner. That's not just... (laughs) (laughs) So John opens up the bag to verify it's his whole fucking leg. And instead of calling the hospital to question them or driving to the nearest dump to get rid of this thing... Could you imagine, though, if you found a leg in a dump... I think that's more plausible than where they do find a leg. That's true. He starts trying to find somewhere in his house to stash it. But of course, you just can't keep this in your own freezer. 
So he calls up this girl he knows that works down at this Hardee's in Maiden. <laughs> this is my favorite part. For those of you who aren't aware, Hardee's is a fast food burger place. And this dumb bitch agrees to stash it in the fridge during the breakfast rush. In a restaurant. Without even asking one question. But don't worry, John doesn't make it too far down the road before he gets a call from the restaurant manager who asks him to promptly return and get it. And he goes back and picks it up. Through the drive-thru? It's absurd. She just hands the leg through the drive-thru window. That was my favorite part of this whole thing. Like, what do you do at the drive-thru thing? Like, can I take your order? Oh, I'm just here for the leg. (laughs) It was on your breakfast sausages. Oh, hey, John. Yeah, we'll be there in a minute with it. (laughs) So John, of course, has a friend who works at the mortuary. Not sure if it's Dwayne. And he asks him for embalming fluid. So John's out in his shed trying to baste this leg in a pan with embalming fluid. He then takes the screen off his front door and wraps this leg up like a doobie. According to to his sister, but the the subtitles say like a baby. (laughs) But I know when somebody says doobie, like... So he's basically trying to mummify this thing. So after that, he hangs it up in a tree to sun dry for six months. It's just, just like people driving by. They're just like, is that a leg? Yes. In the tree? If like, Imagine all the birds like just like pecking at it. <laughs> Squirrels. <laughs> if for some reason you haven't seen this documentary, please, please watch it. So you can you can see I'm not making any of this up. It is a barrel of laughs. This is what this man says. And his sister and brother-in-law seem to back up his account of it. So he's not able to sun-dry it for six months because soon after, he's evicted. So he decides to stash the leg in a barbecue smoker, like you do. And the smoker and the rest of John's possessions end up in unit number 48 at the Maiden Mini Plaza storage facility. So just put storage why you need this so he moves down to south carolina and just doesn't pay the rent on the storage unit his mom pays for the first three months and john just doesn't even bother with continuing it which we'll get into later so this little thing of not paying for a storage unit leads us to meeting shannon wisnett i think out of the two shannon had me the most angry yeah i just he has quite a personality john is an asshole to himself shannon's an asshole to others yes and i i think it like stems from this whole like idea about what he wanted in life and him not getting it and like it's just so weird more likable character he would have been on one of these tv shows like on hdtv or something Right. Well, and even just, like, you know, his whole, like, attempt to break in. I'm like, it the just... The man can't even hold his head up when he's talking. It just... That annoyed me. He's not a nice guy. Like, you want to be famous, act like it. Lift your head up. He just looks like he couldn't be bothered. And also, don't be a dick. Yeah, that too. Oh, his poor wife. So, he basically makes his money and go into yard sales and flea markets to buy and flip junk which is how he eventually ends up at an auction down at the storage facility. He sees a smoker grill, ends up with the winning bid. They made it seem like all the ones that aren't paid, they just all put into one area and you just pick what you want to buy. 
Not yeah. like how they do on the shows where like they just pick up the one unit and you see what's in there and bid on it. Yeah. Well, and I always imagine that you just bought like the unit. I didn't know that you were like buying individual items. Yeah, apparently. Well, the way they made it seem is they were just individual items. So he says the smoker was the last piece he loaded in his truck and the last piece he unloaded. I thought he said it was the last piece he loaded in the truck, or the first piece he loaded in the truck and the first piece he took off, or something like I thought he said it was the last thing he loaded and the last thing he unloaded, because I stopped and was like, why would you do that? Which, whatever way he he said it, like, it didn't make sense, because you were like, what? Because it just seemed like yeah, if it was like... He made it seem it was the last thing you put on there and the last thing you took off, which... Why would you do that? Because now you got to work around, around that it. thing yeah, to unload so it. I just, I remember it being weird that, like, it didn't seem like something, it, it didn't make sense. He's clearly saying it to make the story sound better, but. It didn't work. No. Because then I was like, why would you do that? You're making this difficult for yourself. It's not productive. Clearly, he's never worked as a mover. So, he's telling a story, but it's dumb. He opens the smoker and pulls out what he at first believes is a piece of driftwood. But driftwood wouldn't normally weigh that much, so on closer inspection... It had toenails. He yells. He calls the storage place to rightfully tell them to call and make sure no one else ended up with body parts. (laughs) He's like, I'm thinking someone chopped up a body. Very logical. (laughs) That would be my first thought. And then he calls the sheriff's department, who confiscates the leg. Which leads to the rare time when I'm on the side of the cop to quote responding officer Nelson Miller. Yeah, I saw it. I just would not pick it up. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's a fucking leg. It's like Lorena Buffett, like the whole like cops not wanting to grab the severed penis. Like, I understand that. That one I don't get because he needs that right now. <laughs> like, I wish I knew like how long it had been that the leg was in the smoker because they don't really say right even like like how long did he have this did he have the smoker sitting there for like weeks and then he finally decided to open it and found the leg that's a good question i would have liked to know i mean you would have thought that he opened it immediately like upon pulling it off the back of his truck but i mean i don't know like and that's right like how long had he not paid for the storage unit before his mom paid for the three months when I imagine it's got to be, like, several months before, like, your stuff can be auctioned off. I have no idea. We got to look into the legality of this. We got to call the director and find out. Yeah, I need, to, I need more information. <laughs> Is there a director's cut of this? So we get into John and Shannon's backstories. I don't know what John's dad did exactly, but they had a huge fucking house. John apparently has his dad on a pedestal and feels like he's never good enough well and i'm i'm confused because like they show this huge like estate and they were talking about like how amazing the grounds were and like all the stuff that they had in the house and everything and blah blah blah. but like what happened how'd they lose it all because it didn't seem like the mom was still living on this property yeah she was because the, the house didn't at the end, look. Because remember his dad in the whole movies built that fire thing, like a pizza oven or something. And then at the end, they were near it. So it's but still it just, on that land. It seemed different. Because she might have property, sold off 
some of the property and then just moves into this smaller. Yeah, it had to be something like that. Because I was just sitting there the whole time thinking, like, what happened? Did they go bankrupt after he died? (laughs) Like, I need more. So John gets kicked out of the military for drugs. And I think it was his sister who said that he would feel like he disappointed his father, which would lead him to lead him to self-medicating with drugs, which would then lead to just an endless cycle for him. Right. It was just, you know, a bottomless pit of just. Yeah. So at the time of the plane crash, she had been sober for a year. And the craziest part of the crash is Tom was selling the plane. Like, technically, it had already been sold and he was going to hand it over the next day. Yeah. And he's just like, let's take it up one more time. That's so crazy. Uh, so the weather seemed great that day until they hit a weather front and the engines just sputtered out and they go straight down. So in the plane was Tom, John, John's brother-in-law and his nephew. And it's crazy that Tom was the only one killed when you see what this plane looked yeah, like. Yeah, it was, it was a bad crash. Yeah. John was co-piloting that day and he takes the death of his dad really hard. He feels like it was his fault and he could have done more. And, of course, everyone agrees it's not his fault. Right, but, you know. Including was... his own friend who was an airplane mechanic. Right. There was <laughs> there was nothing he could have done, but I think that, like, a lot of people deal with, like, survivor guilt, and he... Well, and then it didn't it turn out his dad was having a heart attack during the time, too? Yeah, I want to I say that, like, I... That was, like, the cause or something? Yeah. Like, I Because, I... like, the engine sputtered out but then his dad was also having a heart attack so it's like you can't there's nothing you can do yeah it just shit happens yeah it's bad luck so yeah like if his dad could have done anything there's no way he could have done any better he wanted his leg bones so he could use them to make a memorial for his father which i am weirded out by don't know i don't know what that would have looked like Heather, when I die, I want my bones made into a memorial for myself. What do you want that to look like? That's my thing. I would like it just to be like a fully formed skeleton of myself, just like standing in front of my gravestone, and it'll be an empty grave. Okay. But just like... Do you want like your body to be like in a stern pose, like... Yes. A finger out like you're finger out, yelling at your kids. Hand on the hip. Okay. Just like, you know, like a classroom science. Well, you have the like, hand on the hip, but your hip's also kind of like to the side. Yeah, because I mean, okay. I'm not going to have like much of a... you shifted your weight on one side. Yeah, I'm okay. not going to have much okay. of a hip. So just like okay. that motherly pose. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can do okay. that. God, see, I knew what you were... <laughs> yeah, like totally connected. <laughs> he takes the death of his father really hard. Clearly, because he wanted to use his leg as a memorial. I don't think it helped with the way his mom handled the death. No. They obviously had a complicated marriage. And when Tom died, she had him cremated, ashes thrown in a wood box, and stashed away in a cabinet. Which is what I want. Just throw me to the side, move on. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember my dad saying, like, we could just, like, throw him in a wood chipper. And I'm like... I was like my grandfather. He was an abusive alcoholic. When he died, my grandma put him in a box, set him on the table. Like, junk mail would just be put on top of him. Like, that's how I want to go out. Yeah, I mean, not a fuss. Just kind of, like, low-key. But I understand, like, their family's viewpoint of, like, they felt 
they wanted a memorial. Yeah, exactly. She said that he wouldn't have wanted because it like she's like, you know, how much do you know how much it costs for those things? That's like, why I'm saying this this is recorded. <laughs> That's how I want mine. Just just I know we could have snacks. That's fine. I mean, I'm definitely gonna like pour one out for you. <laughs> pour one out for my homies. <laughs> But pour it into a bowl so you can still drink that. Nothing goes <laughs> yeah. to waste. No waste. We're a zero-waste family. <laughs> so, of course, after the accident, he becomes addicted to painkillers. And with his history of self-medicating, he falls further and further. Which is why he didn't pay the rent on that storage unit and lost it. Yep. He was he broke was from drugs and alcohol. Spiraling. <sighs> which, yeah, I have a lot of sympathy for that. So we go over to Shannon. He met his wife, Lisa, at a little bar down here where Subway and Exxon is. I just love that. Like He was wearing shorts, no shirt, and a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. <laughs> Sexy. I, I could have filled up a kiddie pool with just that image. He is obviously jealous of John. John Which is so crazy. John grew up with money, and obviously Shannon still holds some grudge all these fucking years later because he was never invited to John's house to have a birthday party. Which I'm so creeped (laughs) out by. Like, he was saying that, like, John's house was the place where you had your birthday party. Where you had your birthday party. It's a Chuck E. Cheese or something. (laughs) Like, they had, like, a bowling alley or something. I don't know. He said, like, it was like they had, you know, it was a huge house and they had all this, like, shit inside of it and, like, go karts and, like, you know, he was fucking jealous, and it's like, holy shit, man. But to hold on to it all these years. You're a grown-ass man. Like Decades later. It's one thing, like, if you're, like, bullied savagely through school or whatever, and you, you hate the bully. The mom. You don't yeah. steal his you're, leg. You're, like, pissed off at that person, but, like, holy fuck, man, you gotta <laughs> let it go. Like, he was hurting himself with this grudge. Yeah. It just, it didn't make any sense, and, like, you know... Um, I guess, like, John's family, like, if you didn't work for his father, like, you wanted to work for his father or something, and so, like, his family obviously didn't, and it was, like, a whole, like, he was just pissed off at this dude for his upbringing, and, like, I get it, man, like, you know, like, growing up kind of poor, or poor, fucking sucks. Yeah. But, like, it's not like he had an amazing life. No. He fucking was, like, spiraling. (laughs) And his father, like, was dead, and it just, you know, shit, man. Like, fuck. Get some therapy. That's why I said they all needed to just... Go to therapy. (sighs) So, yeah, all these... It's just so petty, 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 petty. And all these years later, he's trying to profit on finding John's leg. Three bucks if you want to peek at it. One buck for the kids. Which, like, I have to agree How with that one woman. millionaire? <laughs> I, I have to agree with the, the woman that was like, who's taking their kids to see that? Because as a mother, I gotta say, like, I've, like, I've paid for some weird shit in my life. But, like, I don't know that I'd take my kids to see a severed leg. I understand my child is nothing like me. The things I'm interested in. <laughs> I would pay to see a severed leg. Don't get me wrong. I would do it. But my kids? Yeah. Yeah, they're not weirdos like me. <laughs> Be like, what the fuck, Mom? This isn't Disney. You promised us Disney. 
This is a everybody better knows it's the Disney of North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so this is apparently a tourist destination. Um, I, yeah, I want a documentary on the people who drove out of their way to get to see, see this, this leg. So once the cops confiscate the leg, the tourists dry up, and Shannon is upset because it was his leg, and he's got the receipt. Which I would like to point out was for a smoker, not a lick. That was my thing. And I don't think this guy understands the difference between decomp and cholesterol. He keeps saying the leg drips cholesterol, and I'm pretty sure that's just decompensation juices. Or like a bombing fluid, or just like... He said it just dripping cholesterol all over. I'm like, what are you talking about? Also, bleh. Yes! (laughs) Like... So Shannon basically snaps. He goes down to the funeral home where the leg is being kept and goes off on the receptionist like it's her problem. John may be the birth owner, but Shannon's got the receipt for it. Take a shot every time he says he's got the receipt. I just, man, I mean, I know possession is like nine tenths of the law and like finders keepers and all this other like playground bullshit. You said the name of the documentary. I know. I was God, like, I hate us. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. But still, there's an extent to it. Okay, yes. <laughs> like this is this man's body part. Like. For fuck's sake. He clearly needs to be able to move on through trauma he's dealing with. Yeah, like, he needs this to complete his, like, pinnacle and, like, memorial shit to his father. Or he's not gonna, like, get himself together. Like, this is... The man needs his leg. Give him his fucking leg. Also, Shannon doesn't know the difference between perspire and transpire. (laughs) Which... I noticed he used a lot. I was still just so grossed out by the cholesterol. <laughs> Dripping from the leg. Oh, God. So Ugh. John comes up to Maiden to get his leg and wants Shannon to meet up at the Dollar General because he wants to work something out with him. <laughs> he also wants to give a statement to the media, which in the middle of this interview, Shannon shows up for a weird stare down. <laughs> Again, they're in a parking lot of a Dollar General. Which is where I exchange all my legs. <laughs> and I can't believe the news networks dedicated any time to this story. Literally went to the Dollar General parking lot. Except for the one news anchor who says the whole thing is a freak show. <laughs> it would have just been a funny story if Shannon hadn't blown this whole thing up with his like chasing fame. The man had a website for selling foot smoker merch. Which, like, do you need a t-shirt for this? Uh, I don't know. I feel like he's handing them out to everybody. Like, how are you making any money? I really don't think he made a profit on this. So Shannon decides to take John to small claims court saying that he bought the leg. My problem with him is he didn't buy the leg. He bought the smoker. smoker. Which he gets to keep. Yes, you, you get to keep the smoker. And it's not like he bought the smoker thinking the leg was in there. This was just like a, a freebie. Yeah, it was like a bonus. And then you're like, oh, you don't get to keep the bonus. Like, yeah. okay, big deal. Like, So you don't go into this film thinking underneath it all, it's going to be about dads. It but really is. It really is. is. <laughs> it, I'm telling you, it is a lot of just like dudes needing therapy because of daddy issues. <laughs> 
while John's dealing with disappointing his dad, Shannon is dealing with growing up with an abusive father and that kind of causes him to act out as an adult and constantly strive for attention to the point he was on an episode of Jerry Springer. Which is weird coincidence, because when I was watching this, my husband was in this, like, full week-long just binge of Jerry Springer clips on YouTube. <laughs> Don't know what he's going through, but... Was it Shannon's clip? No, I didn't see him on there. It wasn't one of no. the, the best of. I was just like, why are people yelling in our bedroom? I walk in there and Jerry, he's just watching Jerry, Jerry Springer. I was like, what the fuck? I miss watching Jerry, like, staying homesick. Did you know Jerry Springer had to step off of city council because he got caught paying a sex worker with a check <laughs> like in the 70s i feel like i've heard of like some kind of scandal but i like a fucking check man was she gonna go cash that <laughs> just one of those things what are you put, floating around what in my are you mind put in the memo like for sex i don't know why that's even in my brain that i know this fact <laughs> I mean, I guess people really did use checks for everything back then. Oh, that was credit cards. You had to get that swipe machine and <laughs> put your fingers in it. So at this point in the story is when it goes international because, of course, let's add something else that makes America look stupid. We don't need any help. And ever. it happened in North Carolina, so we don't have the excuse of Florida to fall back on. It's close enough. John and sometimes Shannon are going all over the world to do interviews which is bad news for John because now he's making money, which is just going straight towards drugs and alcohol. He said at one point he had like his drug dealer on yeah. the interview with him. That's just my like... next thing is to the point his drug dealer would know when he did interviews and would just show up on his doorstep knowing he had money or would just go with him to interviews. Just like, ugh. Uh, John goes on a show in Germany and gets drunk in the green room and presents the leg on stage. This is the second time I've seen this film, and I still hate seeing that damn leg. <laughs> I understand now why Shannon thought it was driftwood. <laughs> it's so, like, shriveled and, like, blah. And I just imagine it smells like KFC that's been sitting out for days. <laughs> now you're going to make me not enjoy my KFC log. That's why I said, like, old chicken that's been sitting out, not, not sweet, fresh, delicious, fresh 11 herbs, herbs and spices. And spices. <laughs> Burning that shit tonight. John isn't any better than Shannon because he's using this leg to make money. And it's not great for his family because anytime they hear about this damn leg and John, they're reminded about how their dad died. Tom died. Yeah. So it's rough and everyone starts to cut John off. So he's at the point where he has nowhere to go and has no money, so he starts living under a bridge. I really hope he didn't have the leg with him, because all I could picture is him sleeping and a dog, like, three dog coming up. <laughs> Gnawing on the leg. <laughs> Fight with a dog to get the leg. And this is when Judge Mathis steps in. The twists and turns in this story. It really, yeah. Like, I did not see that episode. No, Shannon wanted to take John to Clave's court, but we know Shannon loves the spotlight. So, of course, he submitted the case to a television show. But unlike regular court, where you could appeal the judgment, all cases are final on Judge Mathis. So, John is all about it. He wants this whole thing to be done. He really thinks he's going to get that fucking leg. And this case gets season premiere status. 
that's huge. I love Judge Mathis absolutely call Shannon out on him just wanting the legs so he can be famous. Like, he knew what was up. And, and he's like, you don't need this leg. He's like, come here, stand up. You have both your legs. What do you yeah. need this leg for? And Shannon denies it, even though he has merch. Yeah. <laughs> I like, want to stress that again. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why would you think that you have any right to keep another man's leg? Like, he so. fucking grew that shit in the womb. <laughs> if anyone owns it, it's his mother. <laughs> we don't even have merch. And we apparently had that listener in Russia. Don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> but the judge who I hope it was <laughs> Putin <laughs> if we're lucky the girls from Tattoo it's the only Russian things I know oh, I was a fan of them back <laughs> in the day so. all the things she said but the judge rules that John keeps the foot but has to pay Shannon $5,000 which seems incredibly fucking steep like how much did he pay for that smoker thank you and he gets to keep the smoker. That's why I'm like, just pay him for the cost of the smoker. But it's all okay because afterwards there also, are... Also, does he use the smoker? No, he's just trying to flip the damn thing. Is someone using that smoker mm-hmm. that the leg was in? I need to know this. Yeah, but I feel like he couldn't tell because you're already smoking meats in it. Smoking does meats. Does it, does it have like a little bit of a smoky leg flavor? Well, I don't know. What does like human meat taste like? Pork? I've heard pork. I think that we're going to have to consult that Reddit article. (laughs) But I don't eat pork, so I'm fine. I won't eat the damn thing. What was it that Wine and Crime calls it? Like, long pig? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shannon's okay with everything because there's 25 to 50 cameras all outside waiting to take a picture of him. There's no way there's that many people outside, <laughs> outside Judge Mathis. 25, 25, 50, definitely not. Well, and he's like, they're all like, you know, Sh- Mr. Shannon over here. Mr. Wisnet. Mr. Wisnet. Like, I don't like, think you're so. You're not Beyonce, dude. <laughs> Chill out. It's a fucking lie. And he's like tearing up, tearing up thinking about this memory, which just shows how much fame means to him. He's serious. Like, he would do anything for fame. Oh, it's so sad. So not only does John get to keep his leg, but he gets more good news. It's fucking obvious to everyone that John has a real problem, and Judge Mathis and the producers work out a deal to get John into this amazing treatment place. Which I, like, was, like, tearing up at that, because I'm like, that's a good man. He saw that he had a problem, and he wanted to help. Yeah, Judge Mathis didn't have to do this. No. Like, I have a lot of respect for him. And I never thought I'd say that about a daytime judge. (laughs) I'm a fan now. And it's not just any rehab facility. It's super nice and classy. So he's getting actual care and some fucking therapy, which he desperately needs. Seriously. He's been sober for seven months, and he's ready to try again on turning this leg into a memorial, but he can't afford the $15,000 procedure to remove the skin. Which I'm just like... Why is that more expensive than a tit job? (laughs) First of all, you can get booze for real cheap these days. Second of all, I am just like baffled because I remember like people coming in when I worked at like Sally's to get like 
the peroxide like developer stuff because they would use it to like bleach the bones for like animals that they had hunted or whatever the fuck and so i'm just like could you not just do that with the leg like i feel like it has to be like cheaper process Fifteen thousand is insane you're just taking the flesh off yeah and then just like cleaning up the bones like that seems like an easy enough thing to do people do it to animals all the fucking time (laughs) and they sure as fuck aren't spending fifteen thousand dollars uh we get to was it katie or kathy katie wilkie who had seen the case on judge mathis she gets in touch with john and says she might be able to help him so along with having a cool name she has a hobby of cleaning animal bones and they can't be any different from cleaning people bones nah same business and she's willing to do this free of charge. So John packs the leg up in a backpack. I think it was a Gatorade yeah. bag. And heads on over to her place. On his motorcycle. And Shannon's dreams finally come true. And he's cast on a reality show called Dukes of Haggle. From what I can find, only two out of the 12 episodes aired. And despite Which being a Discovery sense. show, it's not even on Discovery+. Plus. I can imagine. So that's rough. He's there to auction off a leg lamp. You get it? Because he found that leg. Oh, yeah. No, I, I got it the moment I saw him auctioning that off, and I was just like, that's sad. And then possibly the best thing ever happens. The guy buying it is only interested because of the nostalgia of the leg lamp from the Christmas story. Which, duh! So the super awkward moment of Shannon Where he's asking like, you want if, me to autograph it for you? And the guy quickly says, nope. <laughs> like, I cringed. It's, and he's pissed. He is so mad. So because no one gives a shit about Shannon finding that leg, because it's been years at this point, Shannon And it feels, wasn't a big deal. No, like, Shannon feels like the show's just out to make him look stupid. Like, you had your 15 minutes of fame. Move on. Just be happy anybody remembered and tried to, like, help you out like no one needs an autograph for that he's like this is supposed to be a reality show this is fucking stupid like that is what reality shows are that's why we watch them yeah it's to watch the stupidity (laughs) like we know a lot of it's fake it makes it funnier yes and of course after his little hissy fit he goes back to finish the shoot so he can't be that man John is two years sober and trying to patch things up with his family, but obviously that's going to be a slow process. He gets the leg back from Katie, and it looks bad. Also, I was confused why she, like, had encased it in, like, the... Fuck, what? I'm, like, having a problem remembering the fucking word for what it was. Is it epoxy? Yes! Okay. Why did she, why did she fucking epoxy the leg into a foot? That part made me laugh because it's like a leg-shaped mold. Yeah, I'm confused. I just thought that she was going to give him the bones. Why would you put them in an epoxy? I don't, maybe that was like what he was thinking of doing. I don't know. I, um, but she wasn't happy with the work and she like, wanted to clean it up. The bones are clean, but he's just like ready to put the whole thing behind him. So he just accepts the leg. Like he even, he says, okay, yeah, you can work on it. And then goes back to be like, you know what? Let me just it yeah because like he, he's just ready to be he done need, yeah he needs it to be over with he needs this closure um and he finally realizes that it's not about the leg the best way to memorialize his father would 
be to recognize what his father would want, which would be for John to be his own man and be happy. Yeah, move on with your life. Which I think is what anybody wishes for their kids. Just grow up and do whatever makes you happy. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah, it's <laughs> the, the number one rule in life. And I also love that his sister's like, I would like to thank Shannon for being a douche because he's why John is doing great. And at the end, we find out that Shannon and his wife are now on the verge of divorce because all he can focus on is being famous. Yeah, and being famous. And Shannon wants to throw that smoker grill into the ocean because he thinks it's cursed. It's like, no, your childhood trauma is cursed. (laughs) And he's going to run for president in 2016. As we know, he wasn't successful, but mostly because he died of a heart attack at the age of 42 on november 11th 2016 and i feel like i found holding so much anger i found his twitter page and even up until the day he died he was still talking about like selling merch and wanting to be famous and being president and i'm not kidding it was the day he died he was still i just i feel like all that like anger and resentment and stuff just like breeds inside of you and just makes all of your internal organs just like just smoke some weed and just chill. let it go yeah just <laughs> relax let it let it go if only he had watched like some trash tv <laughs> it's fake and it's funny <laughs> that's why we watch all of the love after lockup and <laughs> right because it makes you feel better about yourself so John got married in 2014 to beautiful woman. He got into charity work at a local landfill at, as a recyclables organizer to give back to the community and show he's more than just a guy fighting over his leg. He also won the lottery in 2015. He told the New York Times, It wasn't a lot of money, but it was enough to say, Hey, nice one. I see what you're doing here. Like somebody Aww. above is really just having fun with this story. I did see that he posted about his mother passing away last January. He has a John Wood Finders Keeper documentary Facebook page that he occasionally posts to and has admitted towards the end of Shannon's life they had become close and would call each other and just talk. Oh, I'm glad about that. Like, Yeah, you kind of talk about like how Shannon would start to open up to him and they would just sit on the phone crying, talking to each other and... They both, I mean, in the end, like you said, it was really a story about issues with your dad. Yeah. Just. And that's the end of this story. It was a good one. My kid and I had a whole, like, discussion on the extent of Finders Keepers and (laughs) what that entails. And, like, who really should get the leg? (laughs) Yeah, John absolutely should get the leg. Yeah. Shannon should get the cost of the smoker. Yeah, like, like his whole idea that like if you buy something and it had like a million dollars inside got of the it, receipt. yeah, like just because you find something doesn't make it yours. Like, no. I could find a wallet on the ground, doesn't mean I get to keep it. It's like what was it like? Somebody left an iPhone at a bar or something, like one of the prototypes. Like, if you find that, you don't get to keep that. That's... Yeah, it's just, like, there's no, like, 
Like, you find someone's dog, you don't get to keep it. Like, no. that's not how shit works. Like, no. finders keepers is not, like, an actual it's legal not thing. A playground rules for life. <sighs> shit was crazy. <laughs> but yeah, John looks totally different now. Yeah, he, like, has really turned his life around, and I'm just so happy for him. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sad crazy. to see his mom died. But I'm glad that he, like, you know, reconciled with her. And yeah work shit out so it was good turned out it was a good thing he lost his leg yeah and by lost his leg i mean like in the storage unit not like that his (laughs) leg got cut off because that was sad but you know next week will be (laughs) full of anger again well this one wasn't bad it's just like come on you guys are grown adults yeah like stop bickering next week's like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) i do like being angry though all right We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk to Me. The opening music is by Twisterium. For comments or suggestions, we can be reached by email at doctomepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at doctomepod and find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. Thank you.